Longevity. 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 In the game. Longevity, balance. Yes. <laughs> What's up? How was your week? It was pretty good. Um, not as crazy. Like I, well, it was crazy, but just not as crazy as l- the week previously was. So mm-hmm. that's all good. Um, and yeah, I'm. I just been trucking along. How have you been doing? Good. I think I'm doing really, really um, good, despite like entering into like a little mini cut. Like, oh, that was fun. Um, started on Tuesday, and on average, down about three ish pounds. So nothing like super crazy, mostly just a lot of, you know, glycogen loss, water retention loss, you know, um, gut, like stool shit loss. Cause I'm just not eating as much food. So obviously not any of that. Well, maybe I should say not any of that, but most of that is going to be other things other than fat. But the cool thing is my lifting belt. I was able to go down another notch. Okay. So that Win. was, that was cool. I was, I'll take that. I was like, hell yeah. Do you feel like more, a little more comfortable? Um, I mean, honestly, even despite being like 155, 156, I was never really that uncomfortable. Like, you know, I, <laughs> not to sound super like blunt, but I've been fatter, you know? Mm-hmm. So like when you're 250 pounds, like at your, your peak, you know, like being anything but that, like you don't feel super overweight, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely had some days where it's like, Ooh, you're feeling a little fluffy sis. But, um, overall, like I feel just fine. Like it's nice to eat a little bit less. Um, you know, not still not hungry by any means, except on Tuesday when Mark gave me that carb cut because like I was at the gym. So I'd already eaten my pre and I already packed my intro. So I tried to like take some carbs away from my post-workout and then my remaining carbs. Um, and that day was a little, a little rough because you definitely felt the hunger. Cause like my, you know, post-workout carbs usually were like 140 150 and to cut that down by like 50 to 60 with kind of like poor planning so it probably wasn't the best move but that day was like come on rice cakes yeah I find that it's more the volume that my body is react the food volume coming down is what my stomach is reacting to as far as like telling me I'm still hungry so during that I try not to do like high volume foods as I'm cutting because it just makes things worse right like right it just makes things worse when you're like attached to that volume and then like when you don't have it like or something changes like you're painfully hungry like so I you'll be I'm sure you're fine now but like 100% yeah I'm sure you're fine now like it just takes like a couple days I think that's something I want to like touch on, like for the listeners, when you're cutting, like it's normal for the first couple of days to feel fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, it's very normal. Um, and it's not so much due to the calories because more than likely you're still well fed in the first few days, but it's more so the, the volume of the food comes down. And so that's where your hunger signals are coming from. Um, because as your, your stomach expands, you're telling your body that you're full, like your body perceives that it's full. So it stops uh, telling you that you still need food, which Mm -hmm. is why people that eat high volume while they're cutting, while it might not be so good for their digestion, they have an easier time um, because they are using high volume foods and they, they feel like they're eating a lot, even though they're, they're not. So right, yeah, just, just something to think, just something to think about, about cuts. Um, Exactly. Speaking of hunger, I'm not in a cut but I'm hungry as fuck. Like <laughs> is your metabolism on fire? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like 
I'm like always hungry. Um, I, it could be a lot of things. It could just be from the carb increases, um, Mm -hmm. amongst other things, but I'm just, I'm just hungry as hell right now. I woke up this morning because I was hungry and I've never really felt like that in an off season. Usually Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I don't feel like eating, but now I like want everything. So I've been trying to stay hydrated, drinking Mm -hmm. more water. Um, I'm thinking maybe that might be it too. Maybe I've been lagging on my water this week, but mm-hmm. yeah, I've been hungry as hell. That sucks because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on low food. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, exciting thing for the both of us. Definitely. As you like, you know, go into this, like, you know, growth phase, pushing food a little bit up, like uh, that's always a fun time. And then eventually you get done with the growth growth phase. And then you go into where I'm at and to a more of a cutting phase, make that body composition a little prettier, and then maybe do a little bit of a primer phase before you do it all over again. It's kind of like, yeah. I, I think Austin Stout said it beautifully. He's like bodybuilding, but specifically off season, it's just like controlled diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like that's essentially just what it is. It's like mm-hmm. just periods of growth and then mini cuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about balance. And so I want to be super nerdy about it and give like a formal definition to what the actual like Webster dictionary says balance is. So yeah, so balance is a noun. So specifically, it's a state of equilibrium or equipoise, an equal distribution of weight, amount, et cetera. Something used to um, produce equilibrium, a mental steadiness or emotional stability, habit of calm behavior, judgment, and et cetera. And I think that last portion is super important, that mental steadiness and emotional stability when it comes to balance and balancing specifically life, bodybuilding, and all the things you have to balance with bodybuilding, um, family and friends, your career, stuff like that. Like it is hard. And some people I think balance better than others, but at the end of the day, I think it's really important to understand that it's not created equal among individuals. So what's balanced for me is not going to be balanced for Brit and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. We have very different ideas. Sorry, I'm eating right now, but <laughs> she, she, like she said, she's, she hungry, <laughs> <laughs> but we have, um, I don't think we have different ideas of balance. I think we have like similar mindsets when it comes to it, but how we do balance is different. Like, um, and what works well for me, especially like different timing right like right because balance in a cut phase is different than balance in a gaining phase Mm -hmm. and a maintenance phase and so like those are all like when I'm cutting like I expect and I know that I'm probably going to do a lot more quote balance things that are in the house or like not going out to eat all the time or like that's but I find other things that work for me right whereas like if I'm in a real deep off season. Like I enjoy that's something I like to do is have. So I like, I like to be social a little bit, like once Mm -hmm. or twice a week. So I'll go out to eat, but it's still very tracked and very regimented. Like, but that's still like my balance. Would I go do that if I were in a contest prep? No. Right. Like, because I need to stick to my food that I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would find other things to, to help me out, like in that realm. And you have to be mindful about like the phases in your journey in bodybuilding and where more quote balance is allowed and where you kind of can't mess up. And so then those times are for when you, you, you kind of can't do as much as you'd like to, if you want to do well in your show, if you're prepping. 
Um, so yeah. Right. right. And how I view it is like bodybuilding in and of itself isn't super balanced, right? Cause everything you are doing in life is kind of in respect to bodybuilding, which kind of mm-hmm. in my mind, it's like, well, if it's in respect to bodybuilding, then there's no equilibrium. It's clearly that distribution is clearly on the side of bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you think of things, well, how, for example, for traveling, like, okay, well, how's that going to influence your training? Is there going to be a reliable gym? Um, how is that going to impact your stress levels? Cause that's going to impact recovery, impact blood glucose. Like, are you going to be able to bring your meals? Like, or are you going to have to stay at an Airbnb? Like you are thinking all of these things in respect to bodybuilding. So I think bodybuilding in and of itself isn't a balanced idea, but that doesn't mean that you can't achieve balance. Because for me, balance is not going out to eat. Even my off season, my last, the last time I went to a restaurant was April 8th for my birthday when Mark gave me a free meal. That's the last time I've been to a restaurant. Yeah. Like, and it's not that it's not balanced because I just choose to do other things. Like I'm not willing to sacrifice the idea of eating out because, you know, yes, I can still track it and it can be a controlled, you know, tracking experience. I just don't want to put that extra stress on myself. Like I'd rather know exactly what's going into my meals, making sure that my digestion's on point, mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, all of my check boxes are checked, mm-hmm. but my social is going out for coffee or yeah. usually I get tea going out for walks in the park. Like I do other things with my people that just doesn't revolve around food, but that doesn't mean yeah. that I'm not achieving balance. I just choose to practice balance differently. Right. And so like on my end, right. Like I was talking about how like once or twice a week, I like to go out now or once, not even twice a week, once a week. <laughs> like, um, and it's like not every single week. Right. But sure. when I do go out, um, a lot of times I've gotten comments from people like, why aren't you just having something normal? Like, why don't you just, if you're going to go out to eat, why don't you have like a burger and fry or something like that? Cause when I go out to eat, I usually like, when I say I go out to eat, <laughs> I mean, like I'll get chicken and veggies type of thing. Like I'll go to a place where it's fairly easy to not fuck up. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, and it's like a place where I know that they'll do steamed stuff for me and just grilled chicken and that's it. But what I care about is going out and feeling social and being with people. That's Mm -hmm. what I care about. I don't care about splurging on calories. Now there granted, like, for example, last week, me and Tony went out on a date, like, and it was a date date. And we shared a dessert. Now that doesn't happen for me very often. And I usually choose not to. Um, But again, like that's not every single, it's not every single week for me. And it's not all the time. It's just here and there. But when I do go out to eat once a week, it's like still very regimented. And to other people, that's like, you're crazy. Like you're, why can't you just like, let it go? Like, why can't you just eat whatever when you go out? And I tell them what I value here is not the food. What I value here is being with you. So, and and that's what I feel like you should be valuing too. So mm-hmm. it's not about this. I could care less about this. We could, like Ashley said, go on a walk in a park or whatever. But since like, I know a lot of your life is revolved around food, to be honest with you, my life is only revolved around food in the realm of bodybuilding. So to meet you halfway, we can be in the same place, but I'm going to eat what I want to eat. Like, and if it's, if it's something that's very safe for me, that doesn't like pull me off track, then that's what I'm going to do because my balance is being with you and talking to you and, and sharing ideas. Um, and it's not necessarily, 
um, going out and, and binge drinking, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not my idea of balance. That actually hurts me. Um, it makes me feel bad the next day. And so why would I do that to myself if that's not something that really helps me? Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the other week, Eric had like a little work function. He was able to get off work and we were able to go. It was like a little picnic in the park. So I had a bunch of like, it was like a barbecue type of picnic. So they had like a bunch of like barbecue chicken, barbecue pork, stuff like that, like coleslaw, mac and cheese, nothing green, <laughs> nothing really super healthy. So I was like, well, it's important to my husband that we go to this. But I asked him, is it important to you that I eat something there? And he said, no. So it's like, okay, so can I bring a meal with me? And so I brought, you know, it was one of my veggie meals, my veggie and protein meal. So it was like a little spinach salad with chicken and barbecue sauce. So I kind of included myself in there, but you know, he went through the, the, buffet line, I guess that you want to call it. And he got his stuff. You know, I split like a diet Coke with him and like, we had a good time. It was nice. We were able to walk around the park and it wasn't a big deal, but like, you also have to understand that like balance is picking the most important things in your life. Like that's really important to understand that. that. I love that. It's like you're, you're okay. So your husband's feelings about you having a meal there or eating there is important to you. That's why you asked about it. Right. Like I asked you, like, I've done that. I've done this with Tony, like where I'm like, Hey, like, do you care if I eat here or are we going to eat something after we go to the movies? Is this something that you care about? Do you think you're going to care about it? If you think you're going to care about it, then I'll plan around it. Right. Because I care about him having fun with me. Right. And so sometimes like being so regimented can feel like you're honestly like a little bit of a burden. And so Like, and, and it's just real, like it just, it's just what happens when you're into this stuff. So you'll, you'll, you'll try to gauge, um, other things that are important to you, um, by asking like maybe other people's feelings and asking them, or like, if I know that, like for, for example, um, when I pulled out of prep this, this past couple months, one of the positives I found with pulling out of prep was the fact that I could get to know my coworkers because Mm -hmm. I was getting into a new job. And I knew that if I were in prep, I wouldn't be able to get to know them. Why? Because their way of getting to know each other is going out to eat, is going out for drinks, is going, is doing things where I would have to overly plan it and overly analyze to the point where like, I would just probably be like, I'm sorry, I'll just do this after my show. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and that was one of the positives. And so that was something that was really important to me when I got to my full-time job was to get to know my coworkers. But what was awesome and what was great is that they ended up like, like when they asked me to lunch, they're like, do you want to have, do you want to bring your lunch or do you want to go out somewhere? Mm -hmm. And it's like, most of the time it's like, I have to, when somebody asks me in my job, do you want to go out to eat or do you want to go to lunch? I'm already expecting they're wanting to go somewhere. Um, but instead they know my lifestyle. And so they're like, Hey, okay. Like, so, well, when they figured out like that, I was super into this, they were like, okay, so you want to go, you want to go eat like, or do you want to just bring your food? And then we'll go somewhere like, like on campus, you know? And so that's really nice because there, there's going to be times where people start to recognize who you are through it. And then they'll start asking you what you're comfortable with so that they can spend time with you because they know that it really matters to you and that they don't look at you. I think sometimes we look at ourselves as crazy <laughs> like, and yes. really they they're like, Oh, she's just regimented. That's all. Yeah. Um, and I think we're a little hard on ourselves. And I think that's why we're always talking about balance and bodybuilding um, because we're like, dang, like, I mean, I really like this. If I were the only person in the world and this wouldn't be a problem because right. I'm not, sometimes it's a problem. 
So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think there's a really good litmus test for kind of picking the important things in your life. So take a look at something that in your life in the, the value of the time that you spend, maybe the cost. If you did not have this said thing, would you feel like you were the same person? So like, for example, your spouse, your boyfriend and girlfriend, but specifically spouse, because like, if you're, you're married, like that's a commitment, right? If you're, you do not have your, that your spouse in your life, would you feel like the same person? No, not at all. If I didn't have my husband, I would not be the same person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a good thing that he, you know, gave his analogy is, is if he played video games with his friends, if he didn't have that, would he feel like the same person? And if it was just video games, like, yeah, that would suck. Like he likes to play video games. It makes him happy, but it's specifically playing video games with his friends. If he did not have that in his life, he would not be the same person that'd make him sad. You know, when it comes down to bodybuilding and, you know, hitting your protocols, you have to kind of apply this litmus test, like take a look at it. Is your training important to you? If you didn't have your training, would you feel like you were the same person? And for a diehard bodybuilder, hell no. (laughs) <laughs> Hell no, we would be like, what do we do with our lives where yeah. like it would just be an emotional turmoil? I'd have so, so much time. Exactly. <laughs> you have so much time, you wouldn't have your muscle, like you would feel like you would just feel so weird, so friggin' weird. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a really important, especially in you know, lifestyle clients, it's like take a look at your life. And when it comes to hitting your protocol, like will you feel like the same person if you don't hit it? Because you have these goals that you want to achieve and you know that your coach's protocol for you will help you achieve those said goals. So if you didn't achieve them, would you feel like the same person? Would you be this person that you are wanting to be for yourself and create for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's, that's a key thing right there is that if you're trying to create something of yourself or for yourself, there are different parameters for you, right? Like, so if you're into bodybuilding, then you have to expect that you, as far as food, have different uh, lifestyle behaviors um, in f- as far as planning. Mm-hmm. Now, if you or if you want to be like a serious bodybuilder versus just like a bodybuilder that does this for leisure, there's two different requirements there, like competitive bodybuilding and just lifestyle bodybuilding. There's two different requirements like and so you have to be you, you have. To, well, you should understand that. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so if you're just leisurely bodybuilding, so for example, earlier this year, back to mental health, back to pulling out a prep, um, I wasn't really too sure. I told this to Mark too. I said, I pulled out because I wasn't even sure about how serious I wanted to be like. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that if I'm not going to be serious, I need to pull out of this because this requires a hundred percent of my attention. Um, because that's the only way I'm doing bodybuilding. Right. Right. Like that's the only way I'm going to actually say I'm a competitor is because, I know that I have the habits of one, like, and I, I create my, I would create my life around it. Right. So I told them, I said, I don't know if I want to create my life around it. I'd like to experiment with other things before I sit here and tell you, like, I, I want to commit a hundred percent, even though I'd been working with him committed a hundred percent for over a year and a half, I had our, I had started thinking about that, like, mm-hmm. and it's okay to start what you, I'm in your bodybuilding journey. It's okay to think differently throughout it but you know that it's for you. I will say this when it's still like the first thing in your mind every single day, because even when I pulled back on the intensity, it was still my first priority. It was still like, where are my meals? It was still like, where's my training? It was still like, I was still on my shit. I just wasn't like, 
I wasn't as, um, I wasn't as hard on myself as something that happened, but it, it ended up being to where everything happened anyway. Right. Right. You know, so it was like, did I really even take a break? Um, I think just the pressure like was my balance at that time. Like the lack, the less feeling less pressure was the balance I needed. Um, and so that is something like to think about, like, as you're in bodybuilding, because you have to create your own balance. Um, so like off season versus prep is going to be different. Um, how you spend your time with your social people going out to eat or not, um, eating things that other people cook. Right. So if you have like family that like really values you being involved in, in family functions with food where they are cooking and you're eating and they, they perceive that as love, that is going to be something you think about too. Um, and then also like doing other activities outside of bodybuilding, like you can totally like find other things other than just food to, to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So like Ashley was talking about going out, uh, to, for walks or coffee or tea. Um, and, and, and what I hear there is more so like, that's time to have conversations and to, um, because so you value, so from what I'm hearing, you value, uh, sharing ideas and, oh, and yeah. being together, the togetherness is what you value, right? Like that's your idea mm-hmm. of balance, right? Exactly. That and being outside since it's like always almost beautiful in Charleston, like being outside yeah. to coffee, walking around, like there's a beautiful college campus that like, is just adorned with all these beautiful trees. Just mm-hmm. like being outside is just, it's so nice. And plus if, you know, you're having that great conversation that isn't bodybuilding related. Cause a lot of times it's just, I say pointless conversations. They're not pointless. You're just like asking hypotheticals. Like you're wanting to know like what the other person's thoughts and opinions are about like this hypothetical situation. And like, it shows a lot about that person's character. And I think a lot of that is lost mm-hmm. if it's always like food related, because most of the dinner conversation around food, it's like mm-hmm. you're eating for the most part. So everyone's like shoving their face in like whatever it yeah. is that they ordered. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how's your food? Oh, it's good. Or, <laughs> oh, it's not good. It's like, I mean, like- even when Anthony came on last week, he was like, oh, I just ate blah, blah, blah. Like, and he's like that was the, literally the first thing he said. And we were all like, oh, really? Like, how was that? Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, talk about? Like, point, that's so funny. Case in point. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, I wonder sometimes what it's like to not think about this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I do. I truly do. Because now that I have other people around me that aren't into bodybuilding, like my coworkers in person, um, like even my family's super into bodybuilding. So it's like, I know that they're thinking about it, like, and they're getting hyped over food too. So I can do that. But when I'm around people that don't think about that or like that, don't mind just coming in to work randomly, like, cause I'm not okay with it if I don't have my food. Right. (laughs) Like, so, so like I, I had a conversation, I had lunch with one of my co-workers this past week and he was so kind and was like let's just bring our food because I know that's going to make you happy like and I was like great like we'll bring our food and um he is into rock climbing and outdoor things and so uh he was talking to me about like professional rock climbing and I was talking to him about professional bodybuilding and like what that looks like for the pros and what it looks like for amateurs and um he was he had said during the conversation wow, it's so cool to hear about other people's worlds, mm-hmm. you know, because that's his obs- obsession, right? This is my obsession and my obsession and my world is different. So my idea of balance is different. 
Um, and he, like he, like he was saying, like, I was, I've been climbing so hard lately. And I'm like, you know, I've been training so hard lately, like, you know, like, and so you find ways to, to relate to people, um, Mm -hmm. through your journey in bodybuilding, but something like I was listening to him thinking like, wow, I really wonder what it's like to think about that all the time. Right. Like, you know, and those are the moments that I, I care about when I'm, interacting with people is understanding other people's worlds because mm-hmm. I know that my world is a handful of people in on the globe like exactly 0.02 percent like <laughs> of people do this so um my world is so much more different and I I do sometimes wonder about uh, the way that other people think when they're not thinking about food or not thinking right. about training and all that because I literally can't stop oh that's exactly that got really <laughs> right right well that kind of brings it important a really important point though it's like it's less about balance and more about the importance because there's going to be sacrifices in the realm of bodybuilding and in the realm of professional rock climbing like if you are seriously going to be a professional like there is kind of that division between having that hard mindset and a soft mindset and people who are so into a professional sport. So if you were really into bodybuilding, which I would say that both Brit and I are, it's like, if you want to be at the top, you have to be strong. You have to be committed. You will have to make sacrifices. And that might look like family sacrifices around like family holiday meal times. It's like, well, if you're in prep, you know, yeah, maybe you could have Turkey, but you're probably not going to have the Thanksgiving Turkey with stuffing and like all Mm -hmm. of the fixings. Or if it's around Christmas time, you're not going to be having everyone else's meals. Like you're going to have to sacrifice that, that, you know, experience and your family's also going to have to sacrifice that self. But if you have this hard mindset and you want to get to the top, that might be a measure you need to take versus having maybe a softer approach. I think the harder people like that, having a harder mindset, they view those softer approach as, oh, they're weak. It's not necessarily that those people are weak. They just made choices about their priorities. They found what was important to them. And yes, bodybuilding is important to them, which is why they compete, but it's not the most important thing, which is why like, maybe they go out to eat a little bit more. Maybe they don't take their off season as seriously. It's not that they're weak. Their priorities are different than ours. And I think sometimes as those really hard go-getter bodybuilders, we view those people as soft and weak when it's like, no, they just have different priorities. Yeah, and for sure. And I was going to also say, I think that we're, we're talking in the realm of like how we view bodybuilding should be right. 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 Like, so like, I know there's going to be people on here that's like, that listen to this, that go out to eat every other day or every single day and make just as much progress, but understand that like Ashley and I might not be able to do that in order to make progress. So Mm -hmm. that's why we don't like, we can't, we're not 300 pound bodybuilders and can't have a burger and fry every, every single day. We just can't right. do it because our calories are not like that. So we're not saying we're not no, like, nor is my bank account. Like, yeah, nor <laughs> my, yeah, right? like, so we can't, we can't do those things. And so we don't, but that's because we are, we, we prioritize like our sport, like, mm-hmm. but that's how we have to do it in order to progress the way we want to. So just letting, just putting it out there, like before, you know, people go on here and like, listen to this and they're like, well, I do X, Y, and Z. Like, am I not a good, me soft. Like, no, yeah, like, I'm not a good bodybuilder. We're not it. saying that we just go about it differently. Like we just, there's a, there's a way that makes us feel confident and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Tony about this. I'd be telling him a lot of shit. Like <laughs> I was telling Tony, I was telling Tony, like, I feel a lot more confident when I'm on my food and mm-hmm. I'm on my training. I feel like literally in my life, I feel better about myself. I, I'm a, 
I'm a better woman when I'm on my shit. Like when I'm not, I have weird thoughts in my little weird thoughts in my head that start telling me I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, I cling sometimes to my, my program programming, because that's what makes me a better person. Like, um, that's what helps me to continue and say, like, I'm, I'm a dope coach. Right. Um, whereas like, like it, it literally affects me mentally when I'm not on my program. Now, other people, it might not, and they might feel like they're on top of the world regardless, like, Mm -hmm. but I don't. And so my balance and my way of taking care of myself is staying on my macros and on my program, unless stated otherwise, or unless I absolutely can't do it. Um, or I just need a break. Like, <laughs> right. so. Right. And I think you're, you know, you're kind of applying that like litmus test for picking the important things, right? It's like, you take a look at your life. If you're not following your protocol, you're not the same person. You don't feel like yeah. the same person. You feel like a lesser yeah. version of yourself. And that doesn't feel good. Like no one wants to feel like a lesser version of themselves. Yeah. Unless I were to like, tell unless I were to man actually if I weren't if I weren't competing I would still bodybuild yeah I don't know like Mm -hmm. I guess I I, yeah I guess I just wouldn't feel like the same person exactly um it would be really hard for me it would be real like somebody asked me like do would you ever like not track your macros would you ever not track your stuff and I thought like "Mm, maybe at some point like, like I don't, but, 60. Like, yeah, I don't like, know. but I, I literally can't even see my life, like not doing that. Like right. I wouldn't even want to, I, I don't even know if I could intuitively eat. Like I, <laughs> I, um, because, because of the knowledge that I have about hunger levels and mm. ma- like what your body starts doing when you intuitively eat, I don't think I could do it. Like, I think I, I would want to see progression in some form. And so tracking is just how I would do it. Like, or like tracking my my training performance. Like if my training performance started to dip off, there's mm-hmm. a problem. Uh, so I think I, somebody asked me that and I really couldn't give them an, an I couldn't give them a straight answer. I was just like, mm, no idea. I guess I'll get there when I get there, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that's a good point. And that's really funny that you also brought that up with that conversation that you had um, earlier with Tony, like Eric and I were literally on a walk today after our post-workout meal, just to kind of like help little bit of digestion and stuff like that. And again, being outside because the weather is beautiful. And I was like walking and I was like, I just feel really good. Like I feel more like me than I have in a really long time. And I'm on my shit. And it's not even like, it's a caloric deficit talking. It's like, I just feel good. Cause like after like a week of being in a caloric deficit, some people like have that placebo effect where it's like, ah. Mm-hmm. but like, for me, it's like, I just feel good. I feel on top of my shit. Like training is really good. Like, you know, I'm, not hungry, but I'm also not overly stuffed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have all of these things like coming up, like I'm about to travel to see one of my really close friends get married. Like I'm excited for that. I'm excited for her. And like, life is just genuinely good right now. And I think that's really important to acknowledge that too. Yeah. You know, like, and it's awesome when like you can really assess. And this is, this is one of the things I really like about being in bodybuilding is that you appreciate the little things. Yep. Um, you always appreciate the little things because you don't, you basically in a way, I don't want to sound like I'm saying that you're depriving yourself, but it's not really deprivation. You just choose not to do certain, a lot of things all the time because there are priorities that you have. And so like little things like that you get to do that might be out of the ordinary, you really appreciate them. 
Like mm-hmm. whether or not it's a, whether it's a schedule change, like, or a, a food intake change, you like mm-hmm. appreciate it. You're like, yes, more food or okay. Yay. No food. Like, because I, right. I, cause I know what's going to happen when I, you know, get into that deficit or even like what you're saying with seeing your friend get married. Like, that's awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, that's going to be planning for you, but like, you probably haven't done something like that in a minute. Right. Cause it's like, that's hard for you to do. That's, that's right. hard. And it, you'd rather just not deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's what something I like about like, and that adds to my balance is like being so appreciative of the little things, right. like so appreciative of like smells and like, um, being appreciative of outside being outside yes. because that's an activity that you can do and it doesn't have anything to do with food and it doesn't stress you out. Mm-hmm. Um, like just talking to people, like I really appreciate this, right? Like I appreciate doing the, this podcast because I know we're going to, sh- we're going to, ha- this is a social time for me. So right, I right. know like we're going to share ideas and I'm going to learn something today. Um, and it's not something that is added to my, my plate. It's something that I enjoy doing. Um, yep. And I think that with bodybuilding, you, you have to do all the things that you enjoy all the, th- mm-hmm. like you remember to do the things that you enjoy, cause that's going to add to your balance. Um, don't you like, yes, it is about sleep, food and training, but like, if you take away the things that make you, you other than the food, sleep and training, you will lose yourself in it. And, yep. um, it'll be very hard to come out of it when, when the time comes, cause you can't do this shit forever. You just exactly. can't. like exactly so just just know that like you you definitely have some preparation to do for when you decide that you don't want to do this anymore um and that means like not cutting everyone off that means still being there for people that love you like that still means not being a dick like it's still it, it means like taking care of your mental health and trying to understand who you are without bodybuilding so that when the time comes for you to not do it it's not a crazy transition um just because that's something that i i was working on this past year um understanding myself outside of it mm-hmm. so that i could understand myself even more in it and then also when whenever i decide that i don't want to do it anymore like what will i be and who am i because you'll right. you'll be getting to know yourself in a different way so. Exactly. And I think you were touching on a really good point earlier, talking about why it's not deprivation. It's like in life, you have the right to choose whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. You have to understand though, that whatever it is that you decide to do, that there are going to be sacrifices. It's not just bodybuilding. It's everything in life. You mm-hmm. choose to do one thing. You're going to be missing out on something else. The key is though, and the key to balance is trying to find a way to not regret those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to understand. So for us, it's not deprivation. We're sacrificing certain things, but we don't feel deprived. It's how you view your circumstance. And if you choose to view it as deprivation, life's going to be a lot harder. It's going to be a lot yeah. more negative. Like you're inviting that negative energy in. And maybe it sounds like a bunch of woo-woo to some people, but like, I choose to believe that what you put out mm-hmm. universe <laughs> slaps yeah. you back with. So do you, if you want to view it as deprivation, fine, view it as deprivation. I'm sorry you view it that way. For us, it's a sacrifice, but it's for the betterment of ourselves. And we know that because we are sacrificing whatever it is, and we're asking others to make that same sacrifice, we will make it up in due time. We will. It was just a matter of when. Like, I'll give you, this is a good point, like to touch on, like as a piggyback. So you, you don't want to go, you, you just don't want to regret things. Okay. (laughs) 
So when I was, when I graduated from OU uh, and I got my master's, I was in prep for the USA's. God. <laughs> I didn't, wa- I didn't walk because I was in prep. I said, did you and crawl? <laughs> no, no, I you just didn't, didn't go. go. I didn't go to my graduation ceremony. Yeah. And, um, I was, I was so into my prep that like, I couldn't even, I thought about it and I was like, I can't even see myself going to this shit. So I'm not going to go like, (laughs) so I didn't go. Um, and honestly, like my, none of my family is out there anyway, and it would have been a lot harder for me to get everyone out there. And so I just didn't want to deal with it and I didn't walk. And then Tony had asked me and I told him that he was like, holy shit. Like you didn't, you didn't walk for your master's because you were in prep for the USA's. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do anything. I just got my paper and I, and I packed all my shit in my car and I went, it went back to California. Right. I, I, I left like a few days earlier because I, there was nothing for, else for me to do. And so, um, he said, do you, did you regret it? And I said, fuck no, fuck no. I did not regret that. Um, well, it's expensive he, too. Yeah. Like they charge you to walk. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's a customer at other schools. But no, they, like yeah, they, they charge you everywhere. Um, and so, he was like, see, I like that shit. Because like, you know, like most people would hear that even, even your face, like right now was just like, what? Like you didn't, you didn't walk, but look, like I was so into my prep and I was so happy being into my prep. I didn't mm-hmm. just, I just didn't want anything to get in my way. So I was like, right. it's not going to walk. It doesn't mean that much to me. Honestly, I got my degree. I got what I came for. And, um, it would stress me out more to do it. So I'm just not going to do it. And so looking back, like when, even when I was going through like my, my phase this past year of trying to understand myself, like in my mental health ang- anguish or like challenges, there we go. That's mm-hmm. a good word. Um, I, I, I still looked back at that. Like I thought about it and I was like, did I regret, do I regret that now? And I like, no. Yeah. Like, so like you, you have to understand like what you really value and, and know that whatever choices you make, just don't look back and think like, I wish I would have done it differently. Right. Um, really. And in order to do this, you have to understand who you are. You have to make sure that you're doing something for you mm-hmm. because you'll regret things more when you do things for other people. Um, is that's at least what I've, I mean, like when you, when you make choices, big choices based on the feelings of other people, um, cause my family was like, Oh, like we'll come out there and, and we'll, we'll watch you walk. And they were asking me all types of questions. And I was like, no, right. <laughs> I like, like, I want to go no. home. Like, I want to go home. Like, and, um, had I sat there and been like, Oh, I guess everyone wants to come see me. I guess I'll do it. I would have fallen off track. I don't know if I would have had the best look at the USA's even mm-hmm. like I didn't get a high placing, but it was the best package I ever brought. Like it was amazing. It was like the best I ever looked. Um, right. And I was super proud of that and super happy. And that prep is the reason why I'm a coach today. Right. So that it all like if it's like a domino effect, right. you know, and so the choices that you make all they if you're grateful for where you are now, you shouldn't have to look back and regret anything you know? Exactly. It's a good way to look at it. Absolutely. And again, like, again, applying that litmus test, take a look at your life. You didn't have this thing that you deem important in your life. Would you be the same person? Apply it, apply it to all areas of your life. Like, even if you think this is like this small little thing that you don't think it's important. Well, what if you didn't have it? What if you didn't practice it? Like, what if it was just completely gone? 
would you be the same person? Would you be a better person? Would you be a worse person? Like apply that litmus test, be real with yourself, like have an honest to God conversation with yourself and see where you find yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good right there. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, guys, balance is just trying to find a way to not forget those sacrifices. So thank you for listening. We always appreciate you guys listening. We love just yeah. this podcast. This is like, not necessarily our therapy, but like our social our yeah. social time. Like, I don't know if you know what the Sims are, but I used to was fucking obsessed with the Sims. And so they always had this social bar that like, if they didn't like talk to other Sims, they'd like become depressed. Yeah. Like their social bar would be bloop. And yeah. like, this is like the way for me to fill up my social bar. I was weird. Like when I figured out I can make the Sims have sex. Like <laughs> they call it woohooing. It's woohooing. Woo- oh yeah, there or we go. try for a baby. <laughs> don't play. <laughs> and I was just like, oh wow, like they can do that. It was funny. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, like it's cool to see you all. Like for those that are listening, like actually listen and like actually give us feedback about like like about the podcast and what you mm-hmm. want to hear and. Um, we, we do take all of that into consideration. So like, if you ever have suggestions or like, you're like, I want to know about this, like, yes. let us know because that actually helps us out. Cause it's kind of, yep. it, it's a lot to plan out topics, um, and guests and, and things to talk about within those topics. And sometimes there's big words. Um, and that's not, you know, like you got to plan those type those types of things. Right. Like this was, this was a less stressful one for me. This was like, yeah. a real, like, this is more conversation, but like when we plan out like topics to talk about, like they're, they're not just like on a whim, like we're actually, we actually think about it. Like, we're like, okay, like they would probably want to know about this. Like, yep. let's define that, like, because they won't know about this. So we do we do that but we thank you like when you give us topics to think to talk about and things you want to hear and then also like telling us what you like um the we got a lot of good we always get good feedback on the second episode with mental health fat loss fails um even this past one that we got with we were on with anthony was really cool to see oh yeah listening to that because a lot of you that follow us follow him too um Hmm, I wonder why that is. It's like, it's like you're this circle of friends, the circle of people is important. (laughs) I've noticed that like a lot of people that let like post our podcasts, like repost them and stuff, they follow like the Dominic train circle. They might not be on Dominic trains, Mm -hmm. but they follow the circle. And then they're also followers of like Justin Mahaley and like, like, like it, like they're very much like, (laughs) like, watching what's going on and it's kind of funny like exactly. <laughs> it's kind exactly. of funny to see it happening but yeah um thanks for all your feedback y'all it really means a lot to us yeah we appreciate you guys thank you for listening thanks so much all right peace out peace <laughs>